Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host and GM, Azul, and today we continue our quest with Quest, the delightful fantasy adventure RPG that's wildly fun with a theme, art, and writing and vibe all coming together to communicate a welcoming, relaxed, and flexible system that's surprisingly and amazingly robust. But before we jump in, we have a small announcement to make. Podchaser, the popular podcast database, has begun their Reviews for Good initiative for April. Throughout the month, Podchaser will be donating 25 cents to the World Central Kitchen to help feed Ukrainian refugees for every podcast episode review left on Podchaser. In addition to this, if the podcasters themselves respond to the reviews, they'll double the donation. So, listeners, if you have even the smallest of smallest of free time, please go to Podchaser and give your favorite podcast episodes a review. Just to contextualize this, because we've got 77 episodes out, that's $19 just from one review per episode. And if we respond to every review, which we intend to do 100%, that's $38 just from one review per episode. But it doesn't have to be our podcast. Any podcast will do. Certainly, we'd really love it if it was ours, but our focus is on donations. So whatever podcast you're wanting to review, please go to Podchaser and do your best. We'll provide links to our Podchaser profile below, as well as other links detailing how you can help the Ukrainian people in these troubling times. So kick back, relax, and let us continue on with our quest. Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel... Your story begins deep in the heart of the peninsula of Mishtarag, a colourful nation brimming with magic, secrecy and gold. Amongst the riffraff of the tavern, there has been one particular individual who called Jirai. He approaches your table. Ah, sir! Pick a card! Now remember the number and the suit. I can't read. That's a problem. They need me, Brian! We need some help from external powerful allies. It is straight north. Unfortunately, I lost my map and my horse and my rations and my cap and shoes. We got some really nice boots for our little pal, Brian. Here you go. Brian is wailing and crying as he takes the shoes. After what seems like around nine to ten nights of traveling, you do arrive in this large, relatively arid plains. He leads you to what looks like a really homely town. However, even at this distance, you can see center square of the town. There seems to be a large crowd gathered. His eyes are wide and he looks to you, Bronin, and he says with like a very trembling voice, War! Be it our strength, our wit, our craft From Faerun to Arkham to Mars We'll take the quest, make foes and friends Bring your dice and your pals And don't forget your towel Right now, is it happening? <laughs> He looks to you and frantically nods before just turning and running towards the town. Unfortunately, he trips like 10 seconds later, but he climbs up again and then starts running downwards. Now run after that little rabble-rouser. Well, yes, I suppose we should follow him and see what's afoot. Absolutely, yes. That's, that's, uh, Bronin, is everyone ready? On our way! Let us go! Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You, you run or walk or saunter. I don't know what you're doing. Canter. I'm yep. swaggering, but I'm running. <laughs> you canter swagger or swagger cant or swanter. I will s- strut quickly with my cane. I spring in my step. You make your way down. <laughs> in your own unique, inimitable ways, you make your way down the hill <laughs> towards the town and quickly approach the large crowds gathering. You notice very immediately that there seems to be two groups. One group seems to be wearing all black, apart from the lead individual, who's this auburn-haired old woman wearing what looks to be like a habit, except it's like pale red colored. And she has a large apple in her hand. And on the other side, you see another group of individuals. They don't really have a color-coordinated system. They're just wearing what you would usually see, like townsfolk, um, farmers, that sort of clothing, like loose-fitting, drab-colored clothing and shoes. And they're holding tomatoes, 
They're on opposite sides of this small fountain that's in the middle of the town, and they seem to be shouting at one another. May I go up to that auburn-haired old woman and talk to her? Yeah, certainly. As you approach the auburn-haired woman, Stone Cold, both groups kind of quieten down because they didn't notice your approach until you really approach them, like, <laughs> close by. And they're quite shocked. And the open-haired woman looks at you, looks up and down, and sees Brian kind of panting. You overtook Bar Brian very quickly. Um, he's <laughs> panting, like, a few feet behind, actually probably around 30 to 30 feet behind. She notices him as well, and she says, Well, I see Brian brought someone back. Who knew that he could be useful? <laughs> oh, no. Did anyone know? <laughs> and she kind of looks around. And no one really responds. Aww. Oh no, Brian. Uh-oh. Don't offend our child. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? And what are you doing here? Howdy there, um, Stone Cold. I just wanted to know how you keep your hair this nice auburn color despite your age. As you can see, <laughs> we're old ladies together, so I just need your tips and tricks and all your secrets. Not just about hair, but otherwise. What's going on here? <laughs> Her eyes kind of lighten up for a moment and he says, Well, I'm glad someone's noticed my hair. <laughs> a lot of effort goes into it. Every morning and every night, I spend an hour and a half praying to the great hamster. <laughs> All right. Have the rest of us heard this? Are we close enough to hear this? In my head, can a new approach with... Stone Cold, but that okay, may not right. be yeah, the yeah. case. What do you do? I should have asked. Just on hearing that, I'm just going to say, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry, uh, the great hamster? Yes, the great hamster. The great ha- same great hamster that they stole. <laughs> and she points vehemently at the opposite group. Wait, what? Uh, did you steal this hamster? Another person, in this case a man, who's also auburn-haired, walks forward. Very similar hair to the old woman, but he's definitely younger, probably in his 30s, 40s in human years, compared to the woman who's in her 60s, still with auburn hair. And he says, <sighs> Okay, first of all, there is no such thing as the great hamster. Oh, thank you. Goodness, I thought it sounded absurd. (laughs) Exactly. Is that what this little tiff is about? Both parties nod in unison. So let me get this straight. Religious disagreements. Well, you, you praise the great hamster and you think they stole it and they don't believe there is a great hamster. Did you steal something? Or is there nothing that's been stolen whatsoever? No, they definitely stole the great hamster. It's missing. We've been worshipping him for the longest time, and now it's not here. And they're the only culprits. Well, do you have any uh, any evidence or paper or footprints we could check out to see, you know, if this is founded by anything? Because it could have been an outside party. Hamsters are very small. A little hawk could have seen him and picked him up and boop. Off to the plains. No, no, no. You don't understand. The great hamster is a constellation. A constellation? And they stole it. Okay, that's impossible. (laughs) My dear. How dare you? What what time of day is it? Is it like daytime? It's late evening. Not enough for nighttime yet, but like probably in a couple of hours nighttime. Walnut would look up to the sky and then be like, oh, it's not. (laughs) No stars yet. Hmm. Well... If it's gone, was it covered by clouds or something, ma'am? She scoffs at this and says, Let's be clear, I am not an idiot, (laughs) and the constellation was stolen. It was here one day, and then it was gone. Forever. Well, so far. And it's not here yet. It's either them or the gerbils. Who do you believe stole them? It's clearly them. Could have been the gerbils. Those little bitches. <laughs> you, you do notice, you do oh, notice a lot of gerbils like, around the area as well. They'd scamper, look up, look at you, scamper again. Ah, gerbils. Uh, yes, ignoring the gerbils for a moment, how long exactly has it been since you saw this constellation? Four days. Oh, well, that's not very long. We've been gone all that time. Brian, is Brian around here? Brian! Wait a minute, hold on. Before, excuse me, can you show me on your hands what four is? <laughs> very good, very good. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> just out of curiosity. <laughs> Not connected to what we're doing, just, just, <laughs> just curiosity. I've been having a lot of problems. She kind of frowns at you and says, I do not have enough fingers to show the number four to you. Ah. Great. Okay. Ah. Just wanted to make sure. Yes. Checking. Just checking. You have Great. understood okay. now. Okay. So. Amazing. Our whole party is like, 
Ah! <laughs> Excellent. Just Brian. Hey, Brian, baby, come here. Come here in those new kicks of yours. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of scampers. He also scampers, he scampers up to his you. It's like, yep, yeah, hi. Brian, I have a question. Before you left for to come and find us, was the great rat... Um, or the it was it a hamster? Oh, it's a hamster. Was it the great hamster? The great hamster. All right, thank you. Was it was the great hamster already stolen? <laughs> it, it got stolen the day before I left. How how did that happen? Because it took us nine nights to get here, and if it was stolen four days, does time work differently here? And I, I don't think they know what four is. Their concept of mathematics well, is, uh... <laughs> it's only fivefold. It was like, this many days, and this many days, and this many days, and this many days, and he keeps on, like, showing the number, like, five uh, with his if, fingers. Yes, if so... we did, so let's see. It took us nine days to get here. It must have taken him around nine days to get there. So it's been gone around 20 days, I would imagine. Yes, 20, so... I see. Okay. That is slightly more concerning then. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you are aware that the night sky is is not a fixed being, but it moves around, as does our planet. At this point, the old lady starts laughing, pauses after a moment and looks at the rest of her quote-unquote congregation, who then start to laugh, and then she carries on laughing. And she pauses and says, Oh, you child, of course the night sky is constant. The great hamster is constant. It does not move. It is all-knowing. Huh? It stays there by choice. And it was stolen by them. All right. I believe we have found our greatest challenge yet. Uh, yes. To bring uh. science to the simpletons. <laughs> <laughs> I've been following those stars for 292 years, and I... They, they change, baby, but <laughs> we got to let them know that. But listen, sometimes people like this can't... I'm pulling you aside. I'm, this w- woman can't hear this. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I should have said oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes issues like these, from, from what I learned, they can't be solved with logic. They can only be solved with guns. <laughs> oh. I did not expect that. <laughs> and you said uh, these, these, these people look very similar to the way Brian does. Uh, Brian, and Brian, you said, like, has horns and... Humanoid, but like oh, he has a, like a bushy tail as well, right? He's like a tail. Okay, good question. So the residents of the town aren't of one particular species. You mm. see individuals with horns, without horns, clear human beings, people that look like half rock-like. In fact, the man, the auburn-haired man, his hands look like they're like bark instead of actual skin. Interesting. So, dear friends of mine, a thought has occurred to me: if this group of people have not been around long enough to see the the constellations change and the seasons change mm. how did they all they, they they don't look like babies or children they no indeed oh. maybe this is where the boot women went we could, <laughs> we could solve that quest too actually that would be great i want my knife back <laughs> <laughs> so i wonder what first of all, i wonder if this is like a family or a tribe or if if they were relatively recently brought together and had their memories wiped or... Because mm. it seems like... Yes, indeed. We understand counting in time for the most part. Yes. <laughs> but they don't. So if we ask them, how long have you been here? They might be like, one day. And it's like, that doesn't help us in the slightest. Um, <laughs> hmm. I guess I didn't really have anything. I, I'm just more processing out loud. It, <laughs> it, it's a habit I get into when I'm alone in the woods by myself. I think out loud and say... I won't, yeah, so that, that's where my mind is at. Understandable. Well, I think the first thing to do, because there's large groups of people, give me a moment. I think I can disperse these groups of people and, and get these two people to maybe talk together, and then we can go from there. How does that, because it, it decreases the amount of violence that could happen. Could that... I'm a great uh, idea. Great. Give me one moment and, and let me... Um, uh, take a take a whack at this if I would. Very good. Uh, and then I go and I and I find the tallest thing I can stand on. Yep. And and I just I shout to everyone, uh, and I use declare, Ooh. which is a thing that I have. Lovely. Our first ability. <laughs> it costs zero. Ooh. Lovely. Nice. Once per scene. 
I may declare a reason for intervening in a matter, sealing my resolve. The reason should be based on my ideal, which is to live and let live. And they seem to not be living or letting living right now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, so I choose one result. And that can either be you immediately make a successful basic attack. I compel an NPC to explain what they're doing. Or the choice that I have made is I convince commoners to leave. Ooh. Yeah. So you climb up the fountain, which it, it doesn't actually have any water flowing out of it. So it's just a dry fountain to the top of it. And what do you say to get the commoners to leave? Like you, you are successful, obviously, based on your ability. But what do you say? I say, all of the beautiful people listen to me. <laughs> if you're not beautiful, you don't have to listen. Uh? You hear, like, some audible, like, aww. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it! Yeah. (laughs) We are here to resolve. So, don't fear. Go have some beer. That's what I like. Yeah. That was very good. Everything has been taken care of. Beautiful people shouldn't worry. You two stay there. (laughs) Uh, At this point, like, one person from the crowd says, What about ugly people? Do we worry? You, sir, or ma'am. Don't have to worry. (laughs) I'm mighty confused, but okay. (laughs) I have seen no ugly people in this crowd. So if you believe yourself to be ugly, come see me afterwards and I will judge for you. But you, (laughs) you are fine. You go have some beer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that even the ugly people are kind of forced out. There are no ugly people is the point. Every ugly person that comes up, I go, nope, you're not ugly. Nope, you're not ugly. And they they walk away with with very nice self-esteem. Ah, yeah, in that case, some people do come to you and you say that and they leave very happy because you've made their day. Yeah, I say, nope. I'm going to give you an adventure point for that unnecessarily kind thing. (laughs) Or like necessarily, honestly. (laughs) Like more people should be like you. Absolutely. This is a really nice group of people we got here. It's really inspiring. So far, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I crawl down the, the fountain and I go up to everybody. I go, that was a close one. I almost said on three, go, and that would have been a whole other problem. <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, this didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> you are certainly quite successful as many people leave. Those who do not leave get told that they are beautiful by you and then leave with a happy smile on their face. Beautiful. And eventually... Only two individuals are left, the tree-looking auburn-haired man and the habit-wearing auburn-haired woman. And they approach your group, kind of annoyed-looking, at least from their eyes and their face, which seem a bit scrumpled. And they approach you and start demanding, what, what, what have you done? Why have you told my followers to leave? Well, what would you have wanted to happen? Everybody fight in the street? I don't see how that would have solved anything. They must be exiled! And he points at the man who's just kind of shrugs in response. Now, let us get to the bottom of this great hamster constellation debacle. Now, it seems that you claim that this constellation was some sort of god that has now been stolen, and you claim that it never existed... Is that correct? The man tries to speak in response, but the old woman cuts him off and says, If you don't believe me, let's come here again at night time and I'll show you where the constellation was supposed to be. And it's gaping hole of a sky where it isn't there anymore. Hmm. Yes, I would be very interested to see it. Perhaps some sort of anomaly is occurring. Fine. We should do that then. And now, before before we uh, still need to have a bit of a discussion. Now, could you describe for us what this constellation looked like? She has a very confused look on her face. She just pauses for a moment and says, Well, it looks like a giant hamster. That's why it's called a giant hamster. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to cast magic tricks, which costs me zero AP. That's all right. You produce a tiny magical effect to surprise, delight, or confuse those around you. Confused. (laughs) I don't want to confuse them. (laughs) So I'm going to create a harmless display of light, and I'm going to try to, in in the sky or somewhere where we can easily see, I'm just going to make some little dots of light vaguely in a hamster shape. 
did it look like this? Well, slightly, almost identical, really. So you've seen it. See, this is proof that the Great Hamster exists. And this time she's talking to the old, like, the other man. No, I... No. This is a magic, which I made just now based on... The description of a generic hamster. Yes, yes, I know it's magic, but the fact that you can make it up just by my saying no description at all means that it existed. Aha! Yeah, she just gives the man a look like it's a checkmate sort of thing. <laughs> or that hamsters exist? I, never mind, I'm so sorry, Apollo, you do your th- I'm going to be over here just brooding. No, no, <laughs> quite right, quite right. Ah, yes, I, uh... Listen, I, I have I have no time for this. He can take care of you. He's he's also the town mayor, coincidentally. And ah. I've I've got to take care of my congregation because they're all crying because they stole the hamster. The giant hamster, mind you. And she kinda huffs and puffs and turns around and leaves in a flurry. Uh, uh, very well. We shall meet here at nightfall. Yes? You're very soon left alone with the man. Uh, Mr. Mister Mayor, now that she is gone, what actually happened? Because <laughs> she <laughs> seemed like she was just ready to, just chomping at the bit to, to fight. So what, what happened here? Ah, at last I see that perhaps you are all individuals of knowledge and logic and... What do you mean at last? <laughs> Am I invisible here? <laughs> well, I think he means that no one else is. And we showed up, and we're bringing the logic in. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. Yes, I apologize. Continue. Come, let me take you to my home, and you can stay there for the day, and I will explain what's going on. And are there still gerbils running around? Yeah, there are, and also they seem to be eyeing you. Cool. I hate gerbils. They're very much like smaller groundhogs. (laughs) Groundhogs. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look this way, as Walnut actually turns into a a gerbil. Really? I'm going to use one of my abilities... I'm going to, like, lean over to Bronin and be like, hey, Bronin, uh, I-, I will catch up with you all momentarily. And then by the time, like, you look over to, like, answer, Walnut's just not standing there. And you see a little gerbil scampering off towards the other gerbils. Ah, ah. Oh, I, I hate it when he does that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to split the scene into two, this next scene. Um, So... The three of you, Sans, Walnut, and gerbil form, are taken to a good-looking house, like almost like a townhouse, and brought to a table and asked to sit down. And in fact, a few individuals come in and provide you with some plates of food and snacks and that sort of thing as well. At which point, the man sits down on the at the head of the table and introduces himself as Bernard Miller. Thank you so much for coming here. I know Brian must have traveled long and far and survived to actually bring you all here. Unfortunately, as you can see, the Mother Freda, Mother Freda Woods, um, she's a bit uh, distracted by this delusion that there was a constellation that she worshipped. I mean, we we put up with it for the longest time because it did not harm anyone. But now she accuses us of stealing the constellation. So did it ever exist in the first place? He smiles at you and says, listen now, we don't spend our days looking up at the sky. I, I don't know if it existed or not, but I'm pretty certain that it didn't. And we definitely did not steal it. I mean, have you heard of this great hamster? I've only heard of the other constellations, the other 20 constellations. Right, right. Oh, dear. Why do they think that you took him? I imagine they they want to accuse whoever is not part of their group, for all the other words are worse than that. <laughs> yes, of course. Could I actually roll to see if I've heard of the great hamster constellation? Yeah, go for it. That's a 15. Ooh. Ooh, so it is a success, I believe. So you have certainly heard of the Great Hamster Constellation. It is mm. an actual constellation along with the other constellation, the, well, not the Great Hamster. You've heard of the hamster, the cat, the shark, the owl, the butterfly, and the other 15 constellations whose name that you know that I don't even have to tell you because you know them so well. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. For the benefit of our listeners, <laughs> why don't you name the other 15 constellations? The other 15 constellations are, of course, the wine bottle, <laughs> the violin, <laughs> the the dragon, the dragon spear. The Doc Martin. 
There's a gerbil for sure, the great gerbil. Right, uh, right. The oh. gerbil, yes. The blade of grass. Uh, the uh, the rabbit's foot. And uh, and so on. <laughs> <laughs> and so on. So many good ones. Um, okay, inter- so it wasn't called the great hamster, it's just called the hamster? Yes. And do I know where in the sky you can see it or any more information about it? Yeah, at this time of night, you should be able to see it in the night sky to the e- towards the eastern hemisphere. Mm. For any listeners who are astrologers, I don't know how the sky works. Let's just assume that's right. No, you nailed it. That was perfect. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sky, it's up. So you're good. It's <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> up in that direction somewhere. Good observation. So does this mean that Apollo knows that something's wrong then because they know yeah does apollo tell the others what does apollo do hmm i now my friends i have not heard of a constellation by the name of the great hamster but there certainly is one called the hamster which we should be able to see in these parts at this time of year if we only look to the east i think <laughs> uh, so if there is a constellation missing, as these people claim, that is certainly a worrying event. How how would someone take a constellation? I don't know that it's possible. Perhaps a very powerful wizard, but... Could I possibly roll to see if I've heard legend of someone stealing the stars before in my traversing mm. the universe? Ooh, sounds very epic. Yes, you may. All right, let's find out. 13. So it is a success. You have heard of legends of gods destroying other gods, and that Mm. has led to the proverbial disappearance of their representations in the stars. But, you know, these are just myths and stories that the old tell to the young. Like, it's it's nothing but hogwash Mm. from as as far as you could think. Right, right. Mm. That was the 15th one, the hog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ah, yes, very well remembered. So if this is, you know, if that's true, then if these legends, and I've been around long enough to know that sometimes legends are based in not legend. <laughs> that if it represents a hamster, that maybe the hamster god thing that the represented in the stars has gone missing. Mm. So we have to save the hamster god representation here, and then the so it might be a bigger problem than the stars. Right. Stories always connect to reality. Yes, it certainly sounds like there is something strange afoot here. How dark is it right now? Is it time for us to go and check the sky? You've had snacks, you've started eating. Yeah, it's, it's definitely dark enough for you to go outside and check if you wish to do so. Mm. Yes, Sh- shall we examine the sky? I would love to do that, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, so as you exit the townhouse, the mayor brushes you off and says, I will not be joining you because I do not want to be involved in this stupidity, but by all means go satiate the absurdities of that old crone. Uh, You would be well rewarded by me, the mayor, if you do. Thank you in advance. Uh, Of course. Would you rather your whole town go to war? Is that better for you? (laughs) (laughs) Is that... Does that sound stupid enough to you, Mr. Mayor? <laughs> he opens his mouth and then closes it again and just kind of like looks down and is like, I am, I will excuse myself now. <laughs> oh, thank you for your hospitality. I have mayorly duties to do. I have papers to uh, yeah. sign. Leave me alone. <laughs> so we're going to cut to uh, Walnut and gerbil form. Yes. So Walnut, what are you doing? I probably should have asked this before I, I spent two of my AP points. If I transform into gerbil form, which, I mean, I, I'm going to do it anyway. I'll, I'll use those points. Will I be able to speak gerbil? Uh. <laughs> you feel free to say no. Feel free to say no. Cause does the, does the um, ability tell you anything of the sort? or It doesn't say. It says you can take the form of a wild animal adopting its shape, senses, and range of motion. You choose any creature that is no smaller than a mouse, but I also have the adept shape shift. So I can go no smaller than a housefly. <laughs> In that case, yeah. to answer that question, you do not know. Sometimes when you've shapeshifted to other animals, you've been able to communicate with them, but sometimes you haven't. 
For example, you shapeshifted into a fly one time and you weren't able to communicate at that point in time. Okay. But on another occasion, you turned into a dog and were able to communicate perfectly fine. Got it, got it. So it really kind of really depends on the shapeshift, I suppose. Got it, okay. So then knowing that, I think Walnut uh, would transform into a little gerbil and then do his best to like get over to the other gerbils. And in whatever way he could communicate in body movement, in like tail movement, do his best to convey he is not trying to hurt the gerbils. And he wants to like speak to their leader. Take me to your leader. (laughs) Maybe or just talk to the gerbils in general. Cause just if they've been if they've been here, if they're part of the land, if they're not part of this weird not counting star stealing uh, culture they might have some outsiders opinions and that's, that's what I'm trying to, to get at I know they probably don't have the answers to this whole thing but if they've, if they've observed this village like they've been observing us they might have some information that might be helpful yeah yeah well you scamper up to some of the gerbils who like meet your attendants mm-hmm. and you, you you communicate this to them and they very certainly respond well even before you can attempt to communicate much of what you wanted to they mm-hmm. immediately like excitedly say oh it's 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 a new it's a new it's it's a new gerbil hello brother hello hello it's me it's me yes oh. hello hello oh. come come we have to show you something it's our great machination come 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 soon of course that's that's why I've been sent all the way from the land of PetSmart to come and see you all, your great machination. Take me on. We do not know what this means, but come, come, let's let's go. Let's go. <laughs> they scamper through several alleyways and drainways and other ways and eventually come to this large house at the corner of the town. Mm. And they enter through a small hole, not the obvious entrance, admittedly, but mm-hmm. through their small hole. And they go through a small pipe-like holes and paths and things, Mm -hmm. and they come out in this large factory-like building. What you see is quite shocking. There is an assembly of gerbils making gerbil hats. (laughs) When you say hats, do you mean shoes? (laughs) No. I just wanted to I mean actual hats. Gerbil (laughs) shoes would be very adorable, though, I'm just going to say. So, hats. Yeah, so so they're on the assembly line and they're all just working busily making what looks to be, from your vantage point, gerbil hats. This is great. The the great gerbil queen, Gerberella, it will, <laughs> will be happy to see the, the assembly lines are, are up up and running and doing great. This is uh this is this is this is wonderful. You all are doing fantastic over here. Can I ask why you're making gerbil hats? Yes, yes, definitely. Although although we have not informed the queen yet, we have a new leader or temporary leader who wishes to bring us to great powerful positions. I I am not privy to the reasons why we're doing this, but we believe in the great leader and 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 he believes in us. And this is this is definitely the way that we should be going to bring about the revolution. Viva la Gerbolution. Gerbolution, yes. No, I've read the manifestos. Gerbil communism. Gerbil communism, yes. I'm aware of of your works and I'm very proud of you all. But just to get a full report here, the, the new leader, what is... What is this new leader like? Ooh, we will, we will, we will take you to meet him. Come, come this way. And they quickly scamper out towards the outside again. Do you do anything before leaving? I... I do want to take a look at the hats a little a little closer. Yeah, they're, they're all around you, honestly, in these large boxes and crates full of uh-huh. gerbil hats. Could you roll me just to see how well you analyze these things? Of course. That is a 12? Yeah, so you find that these are very fluffy hats, very high quality. I would expect nothing less. And they're made from what seems to be some kind of fur. You're not sure what type of fur, but you're pretty certain that it is some kind of real fur. And there also looks to be some kind of weird arcane circuitry under the headline of the hat, but you don't particularly recognize it. Otherwise, well, they're gerbil hats, and in fact, the assembly line itself keeps going voraciously. It's a huge assembly line with the small gerbils working on it. A sight to behold, really. Is there anyone watching me very relatively closely? You see that amongst the gerbils that are not working, there are a few gerbils that have their claws out and that are watching you very intently, Hmm. but they don't make a move. I feel like if I put this on, it's going to be very bad for me. (laughs) But I do want to take this gerbil hat... I think Walnut would uh, kind of absentmindedly, like be, as he's looking at the hat, just like, oh, this is this is fine, fine craftsmanship. I would expect nothing less from the gerbils of the of the north. Um, 
oh, bye, what's that? And he, like, he starts to, like, move over to, like, the closest machine that's, like, whatever whatever close machine is happening mm-hmm. and just, like, trying to make it look like he forgot he's still carrying one of these hats because I almost just like, stick it in, my, in the gerbil pocket, but I don't think gerbils have pockets. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you have a way of accessing your, um, your bag, even in gerbil form, so oh. you can, quote-unquote, put it in there. Then I think he would he would do that and just very nonchalantly, but with confidence, just be walking around and inspecting just for as long as he could. Just, yes, yes, this is good, good, yes, this is the the, the the gerbil communism is right on track. And he would um, <laughs> then leave and follow the other gerbils that showed him this place. Yeah, could you roll me to see if you managed to trick them? Fifteen. Nice. Their eyes like gleam in happiness as you compliment their communist endeavors. <laughs> Why communism? I don't know. Gerbil communism. <laughs> they were talking about the revolution. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So you compliment their gerbilist endeavors and quickly follow behind the other gerbils who, at this point, have come back and are calling you to join them. I would like to take note of this house when, we, when we're on the outside. Definitely. We're going to cut back to the trio who have been going out in search for the Great Hamster. The trio, sans Walnut of course, exit the townhouse of the mayor and make their way towards the fountain. Uh, the fountain, because you know that being an open area, it's probably one of the best places to look at towards the stars. And this is kind of the only area you know. There, you notice a few things. First of all, you notice that Mother Freda is there, and she's wearing a gerbil hat. Like a hat, sorry, a hat that the gerbils made, or like a hat that just has a gerbil on it? Oh. Good distinction. Uh, it's a hat that has a gerbil on it, you know, like, you know how you have those cat hats with, like, cat ears and stuff, but, but a gerbil instead. Yeah, got it. And she's looking at you all blankly, and you also notice that the sky is filled with stars. The sky is full of stars? Well, there are stars. There are stars. There are stars. That's a good sign. Yeah, it's not like the sky is completely blank. You can see the stars. Right. Do we see the the constellation? Yes, I would like to look up uh, eastwards where I think the constellation should be. Yeah, of course. And you, you, you look up, the two of you, I believe, look up and, you, you know, you see stars to the left, to the right, to the, all over the place. However, when you look to the location where the hamster should be, there is a distinctive lack of stars there. I mean, there are still normal, mm. like other very dim stars, but the several bright stars that are supposed to make the hamster are missing. Hmm. Well, this is very odd. It seems that you are correct. The constellation has somehow vanished. This is deeply concerning. Can I go talk to the uh, auburn-haired, just really youthful-looking elderly woman? (laughs) (laughs) Mother Freda, yep, yep, you can. Mother Frito, what's Frito? Freda. Freda? Freda. All right. Hi, Mother Freda. Frittata, um, (laughs) I wanted to ask you a question about your great hamster, if you'll allow me to. She looks at you and with like kind of calm eyes, she says in a quite a different, like less pitched voice, I suppose. It's like, yes, the hamster is missing. The great hamster is missing. What the hell's going on with your eyeballs right now? It's really <laughs> giving me the heebie-jeebies. Anyway, uh, I was wondering if your great hamster, does it have a form that exists outside of the sky, like a physical form on this earth? It is within all of our hearts, chai, actually old child. <laughs> all right, I would really love to use the uh, commune Feature here to ask a question. Sure. What does your ability do? Yeah, for everyone uh, everyone else, I'm able to use the language of Outland folks because I've heard legends and uh, I, I got to invent a local saying to exchange with fr- Frito, ma'am. Dumb. Frita. Frita. I actually cannot remember anymore. I was a joke at first. Frita. Okay. Frida. 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 Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget now. <laughs> but that's uh, that's what it does. Yeah. What is the saying that you tell Mother Frida to invoke her knowledge? Mother Frida, I just wanted to say that you're really living by your local phrase, different gerbils for different hurdles right now. <laughs> And pray tell the table what that means. (laughs) It just means that not every gerbil is going to be able to jump over every hurdle. (laughs) Exactly. It's pretty self-explanatory. 
so wise. Yeah. So you, you got to make sure you got a got long leg gerbils. Those do exist to go over the higher hurdles. Variety of gerbils. Can't all do everything. <laughs> Mother Frida smiles, and you can you swear you see like a single tear go down her like one of her eyes, like almost as if she resonates with this saying, these Aww. words, these these emotional evocations. And she says, "Wait, what was the question you asked?" <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask, what is it we need to do to return the great hamster to you? So I should mention commune allows you to ask one or three questions and the questions are listed oh that's it yeah oh shit i didn't know that before i went for it (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh can i retract all of that (laughs) 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 i thought that i could make any anyone so oh okay so i'm now i'm okay i've read the instructions now yep (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I, i might be able to help yeah i don't think i could do anything I have compelled truth. Ooh. Very nice. So if you'd like, I can try to take over this one with this Frida lady who seems to be acting funny. <laughs> so I will compel the truth out of her yet. So I, I have to roll the dice. Ooh. <laughs> and then depending on the dice. Here it comes. Things will happen. Big money. I am going to roll. And I got a 20! Wow! Oh, yeah! Yeah! (laughs) The target is compelled to answer all questions truthfully for the next five minutes. (laughs) And I may set a real timer. Oh, wow. (laughs) Apparently. Okay. (laughs) Somebody should set a timer. Is it I who said it? I'm on it. I'm on it. Someone sets a timer. Okay. Can I? All right. Yeah, go ahead, Bronan. Take it away. Now, throw me the questions. So, uh, yeah. Can, can we ask, uh, is it how do we get resolve this issue? The question I asked before. Uh, just pause the timer for a moment, because I believe reading oh. the question, because of the magics that were invoked by our invoker, uh, any question that all of you ask for the next five minutes will be answered. Oh, great. Yeah. All oh. questions asked will be answered right. truthfully. Nice. So I'm going to restart the timer. We're at four minutes and 48 seconds. Frida! How do we get the stars back? I do not know. What use are you? What? Where did you get that hat? It was left on my doorstep. And you just put it on? <laughs> it seemed like the nicest, fluffiest possible hat. Can I see that hat? You can see this hat. And do you have any idea who might have left it? I do not have any idea who would have left it. No local hat merchant? Perhaps it was one of my communion. Community members. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, why do you think those people took the stars? They are jealous of us. No, but why do you, you just think it because they're jealous of you? You don't actually have any proof that they are the ones that took the stars. Well, they are the only other people who could take the stars. You have to answer truthfully. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Who else could have taken it? Come on. They're, <laughs> the only other possibility is one of us, and I trust all of my members. How would you take stars? I do not know, but it has happened. Has the great hamster ever spoken directly to you? Yes, very recently. And what was <gasps> what said? What did he say? <laughs> Kill all non-believers. Okay. Aha. This seems bad. H- how did the great hamster speak to you? It was in my head. Mm. It spoke to me just an hour ago. An hour ago? Was it after you put on the hat? <laughs> It didn't coincide exactly, but certainly it was afterwards, yes. I mean, you had the hat on and the thing said it to your head. Correct. Yeah. Take the hat off. (laughs) That is not a question. Had you ever heard the hamster before you put on the hat? In my heart, I have heard the hamster every day of my life. Right. But not literally. Not in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I have a question about the great hamster situation. So is there like a father, son, Holy Spirit situation? Like, is there like a physical form? What's going on with that? The great hamster is very mysterious and has not yet revealed to us what its non-heavenly form is. <laughs> How did you begin to worship the uh, great hamster? How could one not worship the great hamster? It exists and we worship it. But there are many other constellations from which to choose a god. Well, my great-great-great-great-grandfather started worshipping the great hamster, and I have since my birth. I see. Have you seen any more of these hats? No. 
That was quite a pause. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Walnut, you're passing by your comrades, having a conversation with cool. the Mother Freda in your jable form. From my my vantage point, can I see the hat? Yes, you can very clearly see it. Does it look familiar? Yes, it does. It looks very familiar. Like the one I have in my bag that all the gerbils are mass producing? Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And the and the other little gerbils are, are leading me to the, the leader? Yes, you should probably pause the timer because this is something oh, that happens. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's at 48 seconds now, so it should bump it back up to a minute. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, one minute. So once we go back to that, I'll start it in a minute. But So this is happening while they're asking the question. So I think Walnut would just continue, kind of continue on and be like, looks like they're doing great things. I'm very <laughs> proud of my, of my team. <laughs> love, uh, love their work. <laughs> but I do, I am very curious about this leader. And now that I see a large hat, hmm. I'm interested in that as well. Yeah, you. when you went to the warehouse, you saw hats of many sizes be created. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so then the puzzle pieces are starting to connect in the old brain here. Uh, friend gerbils, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's wrong, what's wrong? Tell us what is wrong, you friend. Nothing. I just have to go to the bathroom really bad, <laughs> like super bad. Can you guys just wait here for like, I don't know, just a little bit? Wait, seriously? Yes, I'm, I'm being scout's honor. Hold on my little paw. This is very strange. Perhaps foreign hamsters have weird bathroom habits. We just go anywhere. It's 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 a mark of shame in, uh, in our culture. Very well, we will wait here. Uh, go, go, quickly. We shouldn't leave the leader waiting. No, we shouldn't. Uh, I'll be back quickly. And he, uh, uh, Walnut, scampers up to Apollo. And I feel like this is not a maneuver that is... I feel like you'd recognize gerbil form right, of right. Walnut. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I'll roll for that or whatever, but... Yeah, do I do I get, like, the sense that this is my friend? You can still communicate with your friends if you wish to. Got it. Uh, however, they won't know it's you um, unless... Uh, was it Stone Cold that you told you would be back in Jibble? I told uh, Bronin. So Bronin would know if there's a hamster trying to say something that it's you, but no one else would know. Then I would uh, then I would go to, to Bronin and, like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Yo, bro. Oh, I hate it when you do that. It's me. He would, I think, uh, drop the hat, make a show of, like, dropping the hat, mm -hmm. and then scamper back to the other gerbils. What, uh... Hmm, that's weird. That's a... What just happened? I was under the impression that gerbils and hamsters were two different species of thing. They are different. They are. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that was the case. Okay, cool. Yep. So just to clarify, so it's the great hamster... The hats are all gerbils. Gerbils. And yeah, that's that's all. And Walnut's currently a gerbil. Okay, thank you. Okay. And she's wearing a gerbil hat. Right. A gerbil hat, yes. In case I yeah. misspoke, it is definitely a gerbil hat that she's wearing. Okay, so, uh, oh, is there anybody else that's more religious than you are? <laughs> are you the head of the church? I am the most close to the great hamster, so no. Okay, great. Why are you wearing a, a, a hamster hat if you're afraid to the great gerbil? It was warm, and perhaps a gift from my communion, community. Okay, so it's just because it's a thing. All right, uh, can I physically have it? Can I examine it, please? Yes. Thank you. Great, give it to me. <laughs> no, but it's a request. <laughs> I suppose it would be okay to provide it to you temporarily. That's all I ask. Timer's up. She hands it to you. As she puts her hand onto the hat and then tries to like remove it for a moment, mid-removal, she stops and puts it back onto her head and says, uh, forgive me, but this is mine. Hmm. Uh, one, one moment, please, friends. I would like to cast Magic Eye. Mm. You briefly gain the ability to see beyond physical reality. For the next hour, you are able to see magic and any illusion. Okay. From the hat, there emanates a very musty-looking, pale purple light glow kind of thing that kind of emanates out of it. And there's a small string of it kind of flowing out through the alleyways to the far left of um, where you are at. Hmm. This seems to be some sort of magical garment. I can see the trail of the magic spreading out into the alleyways. 
So it seems like something is brainwashing these people to think this way, literally. It would seem so. Well, should we follow the trail? <gasps> That's a great idea. Yes. One moment. I would also like to look up to the sky, Ooh. to the blank spot in the sky. Do I see any magic or illusion there? No, you don't. No. Mm. The lack of stars appears to be a natural phenomena. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting, I say. Let's follow the magic. Yeah, so does anyone pick up the additional gerbil hat that was placed amongst you yeah. by another gerbil? All of you see the random gerbil come up to you, place the hat, and then run away. Yeah, I grab it when, uh, when I because I recognize him. Yeah. Yep. So I grab it when he drops it. I'm like, what the? What the? Does that hat look, have the same aura coming off it? It, it does, yes. Mm. So we can follow with that. Is the trail going the same direction? It is. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, this is our only lead so far. Let's follow the magic. Well, we can't see it, so we'll follow you. Oh, yes, of course. I, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just follow me. And I'll uh, lead the way following the magic trail. What will our heroes find at the end of the magic trail? What exactly are the gerbils up to? And who is the great hamster? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider donating to us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. We would also like to thank our patrons. Benjamin Tay, Adrian, Jesse Wesson, Bonnie Cohen. Thank you all for your support. We could not do it without you. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready. 